Talk to my friend Drew Lennon. And I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. A millennial conservative. I've, I've become a big fan of One your writing. Of the great young thinkers of our time. Appreciate his opinion. Conservative Drew Allen. As die-hard conservative. I look this guy for wisdom. This is Drew Allen. Welcome to the Drew Allen Show podcast. Uh, you're listening to, uh, well, as of the latest Department of Homeland Security's terrorism threat bulletin, you're listening to a domestic terrorist. That's right. That's right. I've got it here in my hands. I want to share with you. We've got a new warning from the Department of Homeland Security. And they've issued a warning against, I quote, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. That's right. This is a very dangerous time to be living in America. And you don't hear much humor in my voice here today because a, uh, a shot has been fired. A shot has been fired... Uh, the government of the United States of America has declared war against the citizens in this country. If you do not agree, if you do not say what the government has officially approved as the truth of the day, you are a domestic terrorist. That is how serious This is as serious as a heart attack. I want to go on with this. The United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation. MDM, they're calling it. MDM. Introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. The DHS said in its National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin, which remains in effect until June 7th. So pending June 7th, some change. Uh, everything I say here, well, it puts me on some FBI terrorist watch list, I suppose. These threat actors, they say, seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest which could potentially inspire acts of violence. Okay. Okay, here we are, folks. Here we are uh, in the new year, 2022. And the uh, U.S. government, the Department of Homeland Security, is trying to scare me and others from speaking out against their tyranny because, theoretically, The FBI could come knocking on any one of our doors at any moment because they can accuse us of proliferating false or misleading narratives because I'm sowing discord. I'm undermining public trust in U.S. government institutions. Now, that's a crock of crap. The U.S. government is responsible for undermining public trust in U.S. government institutions because they are the purveyors of lies. Let's go through a few of these. We have the Hunter Biden laptop. They said that was Russian disinformation. Of course, they said that. 
in order to protect Joe Biden during an election year. We know, of course, that in subsequent polls after the election, countless Democrats that would never have voted, well, they said they would never have voted for Joe Biden had they known that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. They kicked people off of Twitter. They censored the stories. And they ridiculed anyone who said the Hunter Biden laptop was real. And of course, now they've admitted it was real. It is real. The Steele dossier. How about that? The PP tape. Trump-Russia collusion. That was nothing but an act of mis, dis, and malinformation. Intentionally, intentionally submitted, knowingly, by the Democratic Party and their Hillary Clinton campaign. They knew it was a lie. They knew it was misinformation, but they submitted it anyway. The media ran with it. And what did they tell us for all of 2016, all of 2017, until the Mueller investigation closed? And Mueller said, uh, uh-oh, there's no credibility to this BS. That was misinformation. That came from the Democrats. Trump quid pro quo. That was misinformation. Trump incited an insurrection. That was mis, dis, and malinformation as well. And these tyrants have the audacity to accuse us of spreading misinformation. Now, I want to play a clip for you. I put together a montage of just COVID misinformation, and it didn't come from me. It didn't come from anyone on the right. It came from Fauci. It came from Biden. It came from the Democratic Party. All of it is mis, dis, and malinformation. So you know what? Do you know what the biggest terrorist organization is in America? According to the Department of Homeland Security, it is in fact the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party, according to this latest bulletin, the Democratic Party is the greatest terror threat in America. I'm going to play this clip. It's about a minute long. Bear with me. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. The virus stops with every vaccinated person. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. When a person gets infected who has been vaccinated. Now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Cloth coverings work. Well, those trendy cloth masks may seem fashionable, but are they actually keeping you safe? Cloth masks. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. They want to introduce this indoor vaccinated masking again to try and get control of this. The breakthrough infections aren't that common in the first place. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez announced she had tested positive. Jinsaki has tested positive for COVID. Sixth case among nearly 60 House Democrats. Aid to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Senator Lindsey Graham just tweeted that he has tested positive for COVID. You're not going to get COVID. There's no reason to be walking More than facial decorations. Cloth coverings work. Trendy cloth masks. The virus stops. Now you know exactly what you just heard there. Misinformation upon misinformation from who? The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, Dr. Fauci, time and time again. Uh, masks don't work. I don't recommend, recommend wearing them. Cloth masks do work. Double mask. They're facial decorations only. The virus stops if you have the vaccine. You can't get COVID if you get vaccinated. Well, these are rare breakthrough cases. AOC has it, though. She's vaccinated. The sixth congressman out of Texas, congresswoman, 
She's got uh, contracted COVID despite being vaccinated. Lindsey Graham has COVID. He's fully vaccinated. The New York Yankees, those players fully vaccinated, had COVID outbreaks. There you have it. Lie after lie. These are the terrorists we face. And I, I, I am choosing my words carefully here, and I just want you to understand that we are a nation at war. We're a nation at war, whether you want to admit it or not, and it's the Democratic Party that is on the offense, and they're desperate, and they are power-hungry, power-thirsty, however you want to say it, and they will not give up their power. They've done this to themselves. They have destroyed their own credibility, but they won't take responsibility for it. They won't apologize for it because that threatens the narrative that the Democratic Party, the government, they're the good guys, right? They're the good guys just looking to keep this nation together, to strengthen this nation. And it's people like me out here calling them out on their lies. Oh, I'm the one sowing discord. I'm the one sowing discord. Meanwhile, this, this government has lied to us from day one about COVID, lying to us that there were going to be 2.2 million deaths based on some phony model where they plug in whatever numbers they need to to get that result out of that Imperial College study in New York, I mean, in, uh, in the UK. They lied to us about hospitalizations, deaths. They were not transparent with us. They lied about hydroxychloroquine. They ridiculed us. They ridiculed Trump when he took it. They said it was dangerous, even though it was perfectly fine. It had been around for decades to treat things uh, uh, like rheumatoid, like lupus, countless different disease, diseases and malaria and so on and so forth. And they lied and said they, that, that it was a dangerous treatment to take. And then, of course, a study came out that proved indisputably that hydroxychloroquine and zinc taken together saved lives saved lives. They did the same thing with ivermectin. They told us it was horse dewormer, and yet it saved lives. Everything these people have done has been a lie. They shut down the economy. They destroyed lives, destroyed jobs, put businesses that had been in existence, family-run businesses for decades and decades out of business for nothing, for a lie. The social distancing, the masking, None of it ever worked. The vaccines, they didn't do what they said it was going to do. Oh, the efficacy. Oh, yeah, it's near 100%. If you get the vaccine, you can't get COVID. You can't spread COVID. The virus stops. Oh, we're sorry. We lied. We were wrong. We just, you know, things are changing and evolving here. And so now we have to tell you that you can, in fact, get COVID if you do get the vaccine. But don't worry. It lessens your symptoms. It lessens your chances of having to be hospitalized. And yet we were told before that that it was our 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 duty in this country to all get vaccinated to protect others. Right. You get the vaccine and I get the vaccine to protect one another. You wear your mask and I wear my mask that don't work to protect one another. This is it. No, no, no. We're not telling you to do this because we want to control you. We're just looking at the, 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 the common good, the greater good. You know, you all have a responsibility in this. Your responsibility is to do exactly as we say and not to question us. And ignore the fact that we lied to you. Ignore the fact that like the climate changers out there, those scientists that have never gotten any prediction right in their entire histories and careers. No, no, no. Don't worry. Just continue to listen to us. Continue to believe us, even though we have no credibility whatsoever.
And you know what's happening right now, right? So they destroyed everyone's lives. They put us through hell. They controlled us. They, they destroyed our kids. They, they, they are responsible for suicides, for alcohol-related deaths, substance abuse. People uh, were unable to have burials for their family members. Other people who had cancer and other diseases were basically told they had to die because of COVID. I mean, they, in the name of COVID, saving the lives of people who were not yet sick, they let people die who were already ill with other diseases. Have you heard about any other illnesses over the past three years? It's as if nothing else existed, just COVID. Just COVID with a 99.5% survival rate. But now, now, because the Democrats are running out of options, they've been unable to get their radical leftist agenda rammed through to their liking. They haven't been able to pass their voter theft legislation. The Build Back Better plan is dead on arrival because of Senator Manchin. They can't suspend the filibuster because Manchin and Cinema have opposed that. So they can't be the tyrants they need to be right now in order to prevent the tsunami, the red tsunami that is coming in the midterms. And because it's now politically disadvantageous to them to continue to lock down people because people are sick of it, they're waking up, there are protests around the world, Canada is showing the way, they're inspiring movements in this country and throughout the world to stand up and fight, now, now they've decided they're going to start pulling back, getting rid of the mandates. That's right. Countless Democrat governors now are finally removing mask mandates. Now, the cases aren't any better in many cases. We were just had the scare of Omicron, and we were told we couldn't let up. We couldn't let up. Omicron's here. There's going to be new variants. And all of a sudden, like that, snap of the fingers, they're starting to pull back. That's right. Governors in, uh, in New Jersey, in Delaware, throughout this country are announcing dates because they're acknowledging that we have to live with this pandemic, which we have been saying, I've been saying all along. This is like the flu. You can't eradicate it. We have to learn to live with it. And people in red states like Florida, Texas, other places, they've been living with it and doing just fine. In fact, they've been faring better than the states that continue to lock down with this COVID insanity like in California, where I live. And, you know, what's interesting about this, I want to get into the Super Bowl here in a second. That's going to happen here in my state of California, the communist state of California. But before I get to that, so these states, these Democrat governors are outpacing, of course. Well, it's not even outpacing. These Democrat governors are setting a timetable in the next week or two weeks to remove all mandates, mass mandates in particular. Uh, while the Biden administration is not moving. The CDC is not moving. So these Democrat governors are actually defying the orders of the Biden regime because they see their political futures at risk. And this is the only thing, their Hail Mary, is to, well, there's two things happening. One, it's personal. These people who are going to be up for re-election, they know they're in trouble. They know they're in trouble, and so they don't want this, these COVID lockdowns to be a problem for them going into the midterm elections, if it's Congress, or these governor races coming up as well. 
But the secondary reason is because there is a strategy here, and it's odd. There's, there's, there's some conflicting things out there. I'll give you an example. Representative uh, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, all right, I think he's a congressman out of New York there. Well, he is crediting Biden for these states dropping the mask mandates, right? It's Biden's leadership with COVID that's permitting this, these, these, these lifting of these mandates. And yet, how stupid is that? His leadership, he's had, he's killed, he's, he has killed, because I'm going to use the Democrat talking points here because this is what they said about Trump. Joe Biden has more blood on his hands than Donald Trump with regards to COVID. Even after he inherited the vaccines, more people have died. Joe Biden has killed more Americans with COVID. He's infected them and murdered them with the virus. More people than Donald Trump. That's right. We had Omicron under him. We had Delta coming up under, under Joe Biden. And this guy, Hakeem Jeffries, has the nerve to credit Biden for the, up, for the lifting of these mass mandates in Democrat states. But what does Saki say? Saki gave a press conference, and she said that parents, students, and teachers should continue wearing masks in schools regardless of what states decide. How about that for tyranny? Don't listen to your states. Ignore them. States don't have any rights. Listen to me, Jin Saki. I don't care. To hell with what your, what your state governors and legislatures say. Screw it. Follow my science. My lies. This is not a... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't have good news right now with this, okay? I mean, there's good news out there, but I, you have to be aware of what's going on. I mean, for the... For the Department of Homeland Security... To say in their bulletin that people that are disagreeing with the government or criticizing the government are a domestic terrorist threat in the United States of America, they're coming for free speech. You do not have the right to free speech in the minds of these leftists. How any Democrat in America that has an ounce of principle can continue to claim allegiance to the Democrat Party is beyond me. That is something where you need to look yourself long and hard in the mirror, dig deep down in your soul and ask yourself who you are and what you want and what has happened to you and your brain. And it's not really getting better, by the way, in terms of uh, these these lifting of mass mandates. I'll give an example. Here in, um, in California... All right, we've got Gavin Newsom. He has announced that I believe it's February 16th. That's right, February 16th is the date, not tomorrow, not the day after. February 16th is the magical date that we will end indoor mass mandates, but only for the vaccinated, only for the vaccinated. Despite the fact that the vaccinated can spread and get covid just as much as the unvaccinated, more than the unvaxxed who's actually had COVID, though. Well, here we are. More discrimination. End of indoor mask mandates for the vaccinated. Nothing changes for these people. They are sick. And they're accusing me in this memo of sowing discord when they're the ones that are that are putting 
distance between the unvaxxed and the vaxxed, making their two making two groups of people in this country still promoting this lie, even though we know it's not true. I'm sick to my stomach because you know what? I look back and I think about the things that were said to me by personal friends, the relationships that were terminated, not because of me, but because of them, because they were Democrats. And I said the same things I'm saying now, which are all true. Relationships terminated. And it's not even about me. Forget about me. I'm just making example, using myself as an example to explain one of the disturbing things, which is how certain people in this country can be so filled with hatred towards someone else who disagrees with them. They're so certain about the things that they think they know that are lies. And, and you know, Nancy Pelosi called the Republican Party a cult, by the way. Uh, the cult is the Democratic Party. The cult is Fauci when they have Christmas ornaments and documentaries made about him celebrating this guy who's a liar. Remember him too, by the way, Fauci? Fauci saying that there was no credible evidence that the COVID virus originated in a Wuhan lab. Remember that one? And now we know, of course, it's indisputable. It did originate in a lab because Fauci was the one who greenlit the funding at the Wuhan lab for these bat, very bat coronaviruses that were released. But I want to talk about the Super Bowl. You know, it's going to be really hot. It's going to be played here in L.A. And uh, they're going to be requiring everyone to wear masks. That's right. Breathe in. Breathe in your hot exhalations. Um, on a very, very hot day at the Super Bowl. It's going to be outdoors. And <clears throat> at the Super Bowl, they're going to ask fans to show proof of vaccination and ID cards. When entering the stadium, I suppose there is a a small, I guess if you if you can show a negative PCR test taken within 48 hours or a negative antigen rapid test taken within 24 hours, of the big game you can get in as well. But those aged 18 and older are going to be required to show their government IDs, their government IDs, but not for voting. Right. That's discrimination. That's racist. But you can ask for government IDs to enter the Super Bowl and watch the Super Bowl, but just not for IDs. I'm so sick and tired of the Democrats. I am. I am. Because they are what they accuse us of being. That memo, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives to sow discord or undermine public trust, these are the people. These are the people that are, are seeking to exacerbate societal friction. That's all they're trying to do, to foment this revolution they so desire. So um, what they're going to do at the Super Bowl is quite hilarious too, by the way. They're, um, they're going to be requiring people, of course, to wear masks. masks. Um, but they're also going to put KN95 masks on every seat. Isn't that nice? I wonder if they bought them from China. And, um, of course, they're not going to be able to enforce this. And you know what's amazing about this, too? They have the audacity to sit here and demand that everyone wear a mask on this very hot day outdoors at the Super Bowl when we just saw at the latest game here in L.A. with the Rams, we had Gavin Newsom posing with uh, Magic Johnson without a mask on his face. We saw photos and videos of him 
not wearing a mask. And he lied and said, oh, he's very responsible. He just took it off for just a second for the photo. And he was doing it because Magic Johnson asked him to. And he felt bad. And he felt like he owed it to Magic Johnson. And he'll be more careful next time. But that's not as bad as what Eric Garcetti said, right? Eric Garcetti. Eric Garcetti said he was holding his breath. Eric Garcetti always holds his breath when he takes his mask off. Did you know that? Do you believe that for a second? <laughs> These people are sick. Absolutely sick. They hate you. And they hate me. And that's very important to understand. These people hate you. Remember that. Remember that when you're, when you're thinking about how to move forward in terms of dealing with these people. You're dealing with people that hate you. Despise you. Do not care if you die. But it gets worse. Not only is the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, colluding to scare conservatives or Joe Rogan, who's not a conservative, anybody who exposes their lies. Not only are they trying to intimidate us into silence because they can send the FBI knocking at our doors to investigate us if we speak up. But uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrat uh, Nazis there, they have, um, well, been doing a little spy operation on Republican members of Congress. That's right. Louis Gohmert from Texas, representative, the DOJ has been looking at his mail. I want to read you what's happened. This is according to him. In January, Gohmert writes, my staff received a letter addressed to my official office from a Christian missionary. So a Christian missionary sent him a letter, which was already opened and stamped DOJ mailroom with a date and x-rayed on the stamp. Last week, my office received a second piece of mail from a constituent mailed from East Texas and postmarked September 2021. It took four and a half months to reach my office and was also opened and bore a stamp from the DOJ. Wow. So the DOJ's reading mail, checking mail, x-raying mail, delaying it by four and a half months before it ever reaches Gomert's desk to read. You know, he represents constituents. They have a right to write him. And the DOJ is coming between that. This is a felony. And this is a pattern, by the way, of targeting Republican lawmakers. And this is your Democrat party. Your Democrat party. Uh, he goes on. He writes that the congressional mail, by the way, it's constitutionally protected under the speech and debate clause of the Constitution. And... Um, it's being rerouted, whether intentionally or not, he says, through the highly partisan DOJ. Now, the DOJ should receive mail that's going to the executive branch, to the president of the United States for obvious reasons, but mail that's going to Congress members from their constituents or missionaries should not be going through the DOJ, which is highly partisan. And this uh, goes into something else that's happened. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat for this one. Representative Troy Nels, a Republican, uh, the Capitol, Capitol Police uh, have spied on him. On November 20th, 2021, the Capitol Police entered his office 
without his knowledge, and they photographed confidential legislative products protected by the same speech and debate clause that Gohmert's referring to. Two days later, on Monday, November 22nd, 2021, which was Thanksgiving week, he was not in his office, three intelligence officers attempted to enter his office while the House was in recess. They discovered a member of his staff there, and special agents that were dressed like construction workers began to question the member of his staff as to the contents of the photograph they took illegally two days earlier. And Capitol Police, what do they say? Such a, such a lie. I'm tired of them getting away with this. They said that, well, when an office is left vacant, open, and unsecured, their officers are tasked with securing the area and documenting it. Don't you know, the Capitol Police were just, they weren't spying. They weren't spying on this Republican. They were just checking in on him for his own security, even though it was Thanksgiving and it was in recess and nobody was present in Congress. Did they go to Nancy Pelosi's office? Were there any other office doors left open? Did they photograph any other offices of Democrats? Did they go to Schumer's office? Again, Pelosi's office. Did they go to Hakeem Jeffries' office and photograph things there? No, they went to Troy Nell's office. But they're calling it a routine security check. Yes, it's a routine security check to go and take photographs of confidential information that's related to legislation from a Republican congressman. All right, this is Drew Allen. When you get down the fiddle and you get down the So they've been having hearings on Capitol Hill as well. Uh, for this nominee of Joe Biden's for the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC. Now, this nominee's name is Gigi, Gigi Sohn, S-O-H-N. Now, the FCC is, of course, a regulatory agency that oversees cable, radio, television, satellite, and wire, pretty much everything. And this is a woman, and the FCC, by the way, if you get enough hardcore radical leftists on there, they're coming after free speech. They're going to use the FCC to come down and silence and censor conservative voices. Not just conservative voices, but any voices that disagree with the government. Well, this uh, candidate, this nominee, uh, in her past, in the private sector, before she was being promoted now, retweeted this tweet. Your raggedy white supremacist president, talking about Trump, and his cowardly enablers would rather kill everybody than stop killing black people. I mean, look, just to go off on a slight tangent here, it's Democrats who kill black people. It's Chicago. It's Democrat-run cities that are responsible for black deaths in this country. The proliferation of violence, black against black crime, that they do nothing about. They do nothing about. And now this same person, by the way, Gigi Sohn, tweeted herself, this is her own words, I believe that Fox News has had the most negative impact on our democracy. It's state-sponsored propaganda with few, if any, opposing viewpoints. Are you kidding me right now? CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, that is the state-sponsored propaganda. They have zero opposing viewpoints. But here is somebody being nominated to be some objective arbiter of 
uh, you know, regulations with regards to cable, radio, television, satellite, and wire. And she's out there saying, admitting that she hates Fox News, that they have the most negative impact on our democracy. When CNN, MSNBC, and all the mainstream media proliferated lies for four years under the Trump administration, they attacked him. They had 99% negative coverage of him. And this is the person that they want to put on the FCC to regulate the airwaves, the radio waves, the cable waves, the TV waves, the satellite waves, the internet, all of it. This is how bad it is in this country. And of course, we've got, let me see if I can find this right now. We've got a problem in the Republican Party, too. Because I'm telling you right now, uh, even if we have a, a, a red tsunami in 2022 coming up, it's not going to mean a hill of beans. It's not going to do anything. Republicans are so great before they're in power and after they're in power of talking the talk. But when they have power, they do absolutely nothing. They're useless. But this is, this is what I want to bring up because we have Mitch McConnell, who is a Democrat. Mitch McConnell's not even a Republican. He represents nothing but the swamp. Mitch McConnell is no different than the corrupt, the corrupt individuals in the Democratic Party. I kid you not. And when I tell you what he just said, if you hadn't heard about it, you're going to lose your mind as you should. Well, let me give you my view of what happened January the 6th. And we're all, we're here. We're here. We, we, we saw what happened. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately certified election from one administration to the next. So this guy McConnell's a Republican, right? The, the leader of the Republican Party. And the Democrats have used January 6th to target Republicans and conservatives and to destroy them. And this guy is agreeing with their lie and repeating the same talking points by the totalitarians in the Democratic Party in saying that it was a violent insurrection. It was not. You know that, and I know that. But apparently Mitch McConnell can't even stand up to these people. He's doing them a favor and a service, and you and I a disservice. But this is where we are. And I'm done with playing any more... Uh, uh, clips. I'm done with any more news stories. I just want to level with you right now. You know, yeah, I I understand. Uh, I went on a I went on a uh, I, I don't know, I did an interview uh, earlier yesterday with a guy who I respect. It was a great time, but he was saying that um you know he doesn't watch the news anymore. He doesn't pay attention to the news, and he's happier for it. And I say good on him. And and we have to find a way to be happy and enjoy our lives, but. And people say to me sometimes, too, you know, oh, Drew, you seem so upset about things, you know, you, you can't live life this way, you can't be outraged. You know, I want to be outraged and do something now because I actually want to enjoy a portion of my life. And I'm telling you right now, if we don't wake up and get upset now when the Department of Homeland Security is issuing a bulletin labeling anyone who disagrees with the Democratic Party calling them a domestic terrorist, if we can't get upset about that and realize how dangerous the situation is in America, we're going to lose this country. And that's why I don't have a lot of humor right now. That's why I'm upset. 
I'd rather get upset right now and take some action so that I can actually enjoy it. Because you know what? Here's the reality. People who are putting their heads in the sand right now and pretending like everything's okay, going to be okay, regardless of any action they take themselves to defend this country, well, they're in for a rude awakening because sooner, sooner or later, if we do nothing, there will be no enjoyment for anyone in this country. And that's the thing. I would rather live in a relative discomfort right now and agitation and fight to save this country so that there's something to enjoy down the road. Because if we enjoy everything now and pretend like everything is going swell and pretend like this stuff isn't happening and we ignore the real threat, the domestic terror threat of the Democratic Party, well, soon you won't be able to pretend that things are good because the ship will have sailed it will be too late, and you will live your life in misery because you didn't do anything today. And I just am going, not that I have a script, but as the saying goes, I'm going off script here, and I just want to be honest with you. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. It's not over, but every one of us has a responsibility and, and a decision to make in the coming days. Look what the Canadian truckers are doing. And look how successful they have been. They have stood up to the tyrants. And, you know, uh, they have certain sections of the country. Little by little, these provinces, they're called in Canada, are doing as the truckers demand. They're getting rid of the vaccine passports, getting rid of mandates, and it's working. And it's a peaceful protest, and that's what I'm in favor of. And I'm just saying there's going to come a time where we all are going to have to step up and protest. We cannot continue this way under this type of control. It's fundamentally anti-American, and that's what bothers me. Just think about all of the individuals who have sacrificed before us to give us this country, are we really willing to be the generation that goes soft, the generation that says to hell with it, let them take this country, let them destroy this country? From 1776 to now, we've had countless generations fight to give us this nation. They've sacrificed their lives, and you and I are not willing to be a little uncomfortable to step up and raise our voices in protest to save it for the next generation. I'm not willing to do that. I Today's my birthday. I am 35 years old. I will not accept, accept what these people are doing to this nation. I will not accept this anti-Americanism. I will not accept the Democratic Party that is attacking the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and every amendment that, 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 that is pissing on the graves of those people who sacrificed to give us this inheritance. I won't do it. I cannot do it. And that's why I'm upset. That's why my voice is raised. And I just want you to prepare yourselves. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. And we have to make a stand at some point and say enough is enough because we love this country and we love 
our children, we love our grandchildren, and we understand why this nation is great, and we have to reject these people. It is amoral what they are doing. It is reprehensible what they are doing. And these people only have the power that we give them through our silence. And that's all I want to explain. We outnumber them tremendously, and that's what they fear. These people are fearful of me speaking. They're fearful of your voice and your action. That is why the DHS is trying to intimidate us into silence, because they know the truth wins. And they want to prevent the truth from proliferating further because they know the truth will defeat them. And we need to speak more boldly and be stronger than ever now because they are on the run. That is why they are desperately resorting to this type of insanity to try and silence us. They are so scared. They cannot run on their policies. They cannot be challenged. This nation was built on debate, built on conversation, and they want to end debate because they cannot win on their merits because they have none. They cannot win on their virtues. They cannot win on principle because they are lacking. They have none of it. They are tyrants. They are wrong. They are sick. They are evil. This is a battle of good versus evil of freedom versus tyranny, and I choose the side of freedom. I choose the side of righteousness. I choose the side of principle. I choose the side of those brave Americans who have sacrificed before us to give us this greatest nation in the history of the world, and I'll be damned if on my watch it is lost forever, because once it's gone, it's very hard to come back. And now's the time to peacefully protest to ensure that it remains. Because if it goes the way of totalitarianism, we know how it goes in the future. The only resort we'll have then is not a peaceful protest. It will be revolution. I don't want to get to that point. I don't. And that's why I speak up. And that's why I promote conservatism. And that's why I'm ringing the alarm bells. Now's the time to stand up. If not now, in the coming days, in the coming weeks, in the coming months. Because you and I, we don't have a responsibility to wear masks. We don't have a responsibility to get vaccinated. We have a responsibility to stand up to these tyrants and put them in check. Because they are violating the Constitution. They're violating our unalienable rights. They're acting like kings and dictators, and they don't have that right. They don't have that authority. They're seizing that which does not belong to them. And the only reason they'll be able to do it is if you and I remain silent. Look at these Canadian truckers. Look at what they've done. Look at the movement they've started. We can do that here in America, too, and it's up to us. If this nation is lost, it's our fault. We have to accept responsibility. We are not victims like they are. We are the majority, they are the fringe minority of radical lunatics, and they will not succeed. And so I just encourage every American out there to look in the mirror and ask yourself to dig deep, ask yourself what this country means to you, and ask yourself what little sacrifice you're willing to make to ensure 
that this nation prevails. It's not about us. It's like, you know, people that have children, your, 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 your whole perspective changes, right? I mean, the individual can take a lot of abuse. But when it comes to the abuse of your children, they're helpless and defenseless. It's up to us to defend that. Look at it that way. That's what this nation is. And those that have children, what world do you want them to live in? Do you want them to live in a society in which they're unable to speak freely? Unable to defend themselves? That they cower in fear? That they believe that the government can tell them how to live their lives better than they can decide for themselves? I reject that, and I beg you all to reject that as well. It's been a heavy episode, my friends. It has. I understand. But the week's events and what's happened are heavy events. And we've got to confront it head on. We cannot hide from it. We cannot ignore it. And I've made a pledge to you who continue to come to me and listen to me and have this communion with me to be honest. Because I love this country deeply. And I understand what's at stake. And I want America's best days to be ahead, not behind. And I will fight till my dying breath to ensure that this nation, America, that I leave it better than the one I was born into. All right, God bless you all, and until next time.